0: What's up, everybody? Welcome into Shout a Buffalo Football Podcast in this special series, Camp Diaries, right here at St. John Fisher University. We're going beat reporter to beat reporter, going beyond the actual football on the fields to talk about what it's like to cover this team uh, back in the dorms here at Dorsey Hall at St. John Fisher. And my latest guest is Mookie Hawkins from Woofo Sports 1080. Uh, barbecues, tailgating, or on a road trip to see your favorite team. Wherever the football season finds you, make sure to stop at Tops for your best deals in town. From fresh meat to locally grown produce, Tops has everything you need and so much more for mealtime, snack time, or anytime. Tops at your table since 1962. All right. Without any further ado, here's my interview, Mookie Hawkins. What's up, everybody? Welcome back into the Shout Buffalo Football Podcast Camp Diaries Series. We released the first two episodes earlier this week. Uh, and it's just a little bit of a change up, right? we We talk so much about the Buffalo Bills, rightfully so and everybody wants that football content. But sometimes it's good to step back, take you inside the process a little bit. Uh, of what's happening out here at training camp. We haven't been here in three years uh, at St. John Fisher University. And so what's it like to be back in the dorms, back on the sidelines? And our next guest is uh, one of my good buddies here, uh, Mookie Hawkins, Woofo Sports 1080, 1080, 1080 uh, in the house. He's been uh, – this is actually your first camp where you've done some overnight. So I think that's that's probably where we're going to start. But what's it been like, man? How how you been?
1: I've been it's, it's been good, man. It's its dorm life is I haven't been on a dorm and I don't know how long <laughs> for, for first of all. But the overall experience has been good. You know, it's just like it's just like, you know, how Josh say, right? You want to, you know, build that bond, you know, with the guys. So this is a good time for me to build that bond with you guys. You know, what I mean, off the camera, you know, what I mean, so I, I had quite the experience and um, I'm having fun so far.
0: So we got to start in the dorms. that's where I start with everybody because it is truly uh, a unique experience because we're all grown adults, most of us and you know a few few people have been like a couple years removed from college, but for a lot of us it's been many years. And so what's that been like just like being back in a dorm room and sleeping overnight and and having the kind of access to the team? It's a little bit different than going driving back and forth from you know downtown or wherever you're at to Orchard Park.
1: It's, it's totally different, but it's like, okay. I mean, you feel kind of like you're a part of the team, you know, being in here, you know what I mean? So it's like, wow. I mean, you don't actually get to say like, oh, I'm going to talk to Stefan Diggs later. That's not going to happen. You know what I mean? But you know, the overall just, you know, just being around everyone else from PR to, to media and, you know, having that, That quality time with y'all afterwards, you know, so we can get each other, get a chance just to fill each other out, know each other outside of what we do as far as for the bill. So uh, camp life has been good. You know, I'll make sure I I, I grab me a few uh, beers. They got a few beers for us. You know, I mean, every time I walk in, I grab me two. I throw them in my fridge and, you know, so I'm enjoying camp life. That's for sure. I'm, I'm the Zuba beers, the Zuba American Lagers. Keep those rolling. I, I'll, I'll be at camp every year if we got those rolling. <laughs>
0: there you go. There you go. Um, so let's get to the actual what we're able to see because camp the last couple of years, it's been, it's been hard to cover. I mean, during COVID, you know, the access has just been gone, right? Like, you know, the one-on-ones, you know, especially that first year in 2020 when Stephon and the experts got here, you know, they were basically didn't happen. If they happened, they happened over a zoom meeting. So, back in this environment where you're kind of able to be a little bit more free and be around the team and see them interact with fans what stood out to you
1: for the first time you know like like you said Stefan Dix this is his first camp too so just to really get a glimpse on how the players interact with the fans you know because to me you know hey that means a lot you know what i mean me being a coach and you know you hear your football players they talk about the bills all the time and you know when you when they come here you want to see those guys you know, being impressionable on those kids because at one point in time, there was once one of those kids asking for an autograph. So to see those guys really embrace and a guy like Stefan Diggs, I mean, he's he's not shying away from it. He's he's staying extra to do it. You know, other than the, the you know the, the 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 throw at me autograph. You know, other than that, I think not only him but you know all the guys have kind of you know pretty much embraced being at back at camp, getting back to normal. So. That was pretty good to see. You know, the players embrace the fans the way they did at camp.
0: Now, uh, you said one of your players goes to St. John Fisher, plays on the football team. Mm-hmm. Did you give him some some pointers on, like, you know, how to how to how to do things out on these practice fields? You've you've been able to walk them, and uh-huh. you know, is there some excitement like you know having guys that you know you've had an impact on, you know, now being where they're going to play for the next few years, or if they've already been here?
1: Yeah. I mean, you know, it's, it's it's good to see that, you know, guys that you develop, you know, stay, stay with their craft at the next level and do do well. Uh, my guy, Luke Martinez, shout out to you, Luke. Very proud of Luke of, you know, how he came, you know, coming in at Curtin O'Hara as a freshman, not knowing anything to leaving, being our captain and, you know, winning, you know, my senior marine championship his senior year. So, you know, he went out on a high note. He got the program back, you know, where it needed to be. And, you know, He's doing great things here at uh, St. John's Fisher. So hopefully I get a chance to see him later on today or tomorrow before we break camp. that would be awesome.
0: So this is the – we've gone through some of the routine, some of the schedule over the first couple of episodes, but it usually plays out like this. We watch practice, come back to the media area. If you have a one-on-one setup, you'll end up talking to somebody off to the side. Um, But usually once the pressers are done, it's a – Book it up to the lunchroom uh, where we can kind of, you know, get some food. It's a long morning. Like if you eat like 8.30, 8, 8 a.m., I mean, you're 12.30 lunch. I mean, by that time, standing out in the sun for a couple hours, you get pretty hungry. Give me your – give me the Mookie uh, 411 on uh, – the camp, uh, dining, the cuisine. What, have you liked it? What have, what's been your favorite?
1: Well, you know, you know Josh already s- had it set out with the TBT, so everybody's on all the turkey burgers and all that stuff. Turkey burgers are as good as they advertise. You know, they double up however you want to do it, but the turkey burgers are, I don't know if McDonald's or Wendy's have heard this cry, but, you know, it might be a turkey burger coming out real soon, you know, by, uh, you know, what's happening at St. John Fisher's. But the way the sun has been killing us. I don't know where the sun came from, Florida, or wherever the it case is it's been sweltering hot. Even like when you leaving from Buffalo, like today, it was cool again. I get here, it's a melting pot again. So it's like, oh, then you know that sun to suck out your energy. So if you ain't got no nutrients in your body, man, like we earlier today, we was the first one uh you know, waiting uh, you know, for lunch today. So they've been taking good care of us, but who we is man, if you don't have a good breakfast. That's one thing I learned about, you know, camp. You know, you got to find out how you're going to get your breakfast in because if it's not a beer in the morning (laughs) or, you know, whatever the things you had set up from last night, then you got to wait till 1230 after we do all the media stuff. But,
0: you know, other than that, hydrate. (laughs) Hydrate. That is great. That is great advice. So you mentioned at this top you know, getting to bond a little bit, be around media folks. Who's somebody that you may be connected with here now in this setting? Because it's been so much more, you know, because take me back a little bit. When you started at um, WUFO Sports in your current role, you uh, took over for Pat Freeman, right? Was in that spot before you. So your first, like, training camp, if you will, would have been when? Like, take me through the timeline of, you know, in your current position covering the team.
1: My first training camp wouldn't have been the last time they were here. OK, um, but I didn't end up getting a position until like a week after that training camp, you know, so that's where I wasn't I was a part of it. But I was still a part of it. But <laughs> I was just was on. I, w- I just wasn't on the media side of it. I was on the I was on the friends and family side of it through the players. But, you know, um, you know, Lord's blessed me and, you know, put me
0: in a good position where I can cover my favorite team. So here I am. Um. And you do it like nobody else. Uh, I will tell you one thing, like walking through, I've done this. This is my fifth year covering the team. And something I've always complimented you on is part of what we do is to, you know, build relationships, build a connection so that we can tell stories, so that we can, you know, you know, the players are kind of like, a, you got to crack a code a little bit. Like they're so used to being around the game, being asked a million different questions that like, if you come a certain t- kind of way, you know, a lot of times it, it probably gets repetitive for them. And I think one of the things that you do so well is you build a relationship to where guys notice you like right away. And I've seen guys like see you on the sidelines and start, you know, lighten up a little bit. Is that something that guys kind of give you feedback? Like I just like your energy. Like what, what are those conversations like?
1: Yeah, I get it. I get I was like, yeah, man, keep doing what you're doing. I like how you interact with the players. They, you know, a lot of people see how the players feed, you know, feed our draw to me or whatever the case, but that's just my personality. You know what I mean? I'm just, I, hey, I'm, a, I'm, I'm I, when I was a kid, I always liked to get that star, I always, you know, work well with others, right? You know, <laughs> I always admired that star, you know, so I, I just took that and I just embraced it. And that's just part of my personality, man. I'm a people person and, you know, I don't mind shooting the, you know what <laughs> I like it I like shooting
0: the ones right, Shooting, shooting the, one. the ones Right <laughs> um, Who So you've been around You know the media You've had a couple of owner nights we did, We've done uh, one dinner We're doing another one tonight. night mm-hmm. uh, Which by the way I hear great things It's called good luck uh, American cuisine But good beers And good food So we're gonna have a good time tonight Who have you met Connected with That maybe you didn't really know before Or know that well That you're like Oh man this has been cool Getting to know them
1: well, obviously, you know, me and you hit it all, but the, during this camp time, me and you got a little bit more in depth with our relationship. So I'll say you would definitely be one of those guys. I mean, you know, you're right across the hall from me. So, you know, we got no choice but to say, hey, man, what the, you know what are, what? are you doing like like today? You know what I mean? So it kind of forces you to find out what's going on with one another. You know what I mean? We're here. So it's just not like, OK, he's across the hall. I'm not going to say anything to Matt. We don't, we don't have no TVs. <laughs> So it's right. like okay, so this is what we come to camp for. We come to camp to you know build that chemistry, to get to you know one, one, one another, you know on a different scale
0: other than. And you didn't think coming to this camp that like, hey, I'm gonna go on a ten o'clock ice cream run with Matt Perino, did you? I know, right? Ten o'clock at <laughs> night. You know what I mean? Like we man. had to we had to beat it, and like my <laughs> wife, if she's listening, to this, she knows like I will get in there right at the end to get myself a little Sunday or something like that. But that right. was that was some good ice cream we had that, that was one. Some night.
1: Good ice cream, and then I found out how how much you had passion. For ice cream. So now I know that tidbit. Now, everybody, I yeah, know that Matt Perino, he loves ice cream. All
0: right. Are <laughs> right, you want to be on his good side?
1: It's ice cream.
0: What's from a player perspective? You know, out at practice, seeing these guys practice every day. Maybe not so much football wise, but like, you know, the personal side, like seeing them interact with, you know, fans and all the kind of extra stuff that we get a kind of chance to observe here. What stood out to you? Could be multiple things, could be a player, could be an interaction. What, what will you take away from this camp that you learned that you didn't know going in?
1: That one thing I take from this camp is it's been very competitive. It's been fights down there every day. <laughs> Except for yesterday, the streak got broke, what Monday or whatever? The streak finally got broke. But to see how they embrace you know, all these high expectations of them being this Super Bowl team, and but being around them the years before that, it is really not affect them. They really haven't bought into that sense of them being that team. But when you, you see it when they practice against each other, that's, that's where you want to see it at, you know? But they're not getting too high, not getting too low with it. They're really embracing it. I'm really excited to see, you know, what's going to happen this Saturday because of that. But just to see these guys be even kill, understanding what's, what's at hand with this training camp, and you really do see something special out of this team this year.
0: Mm-hmm. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news, The sizzle of the grill, popping open a fresh, a refreshing drink, crowds cheering for their favorite team—these are the beautiful sounds of football season. And Tops is right there with you, from fresh meat to locally grown produce. Tops has everything you need and so much more. Who's a player? Football. I'll, I'll squeeze one football question in here while I have you. Who's a player that? maybe is on your radar a little bit more after seeing them up close in person, because we don't last two years, we've not been able to see this extent of camp or practices that much. There's been little periods where, you know, we'd stand back there and uh, 2020, I think almost none of it we got to see uh, because of the COVID protocols. Um, who's somebody that it could be a rookie. It could be a player that maybe you didn't expect. That's just kind of stood out in all of this.
1: I'm about to say my man, Gabe Davis you know, he's really stood out just the work that he's put in. and then the actual person like me and Gabe kind of hit it off at the media, uh, at turn. the media, media yep. golf tournament. Cause we was on teams. Mm. So me, him and Tanner, it seemed like since that tournament, it kind of took our, 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 our relationship to a whole nother level. And then to get out here to see the work that he's put in, you know, each and every week, each and every day in the plays that he's going out to here doing. And, you know, he's just as humble as can be with it. You know, he's just, he's, he's all football, and the ways he's approaching this season, um, I can't wait to see that translate mm-hmm. to the football field. How's your back? You know, I, I, it's okay because, I, 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 you know, I slept in my bed yesterday, okay. <laughs> you know. Okay. It wasn't a holiday yet, okay. <laughs> but, you know, I slept in my bed. But well, my back is is all right. But when I'm here in in the dorms, it, it, yeah, you, you find yourself 3 o'clock in the morning like, what? The you know what the, you know what's going on trying to figure it out is it an extra pad or something I can find or you know to make things comfortable in here? But that's camp life, that's that's, that's camp life, right? right? So I just looked under the bed,
0: I hadn't done that before. I just looked under the bed right in here because these are in the dorm room, we're in room 216 in Dorsey Hall. And man, those it's some wiring under there. That is it is not pretty, man. It is not pretty. And this this mattress, it's it's thin, and I gotta tell you. I'm turning 40 this year. I, we've talked about this multiple times. I'm getting older, man. Like, my lower back, you're right. Like, it's, it hits about three in the morning where you do that, you know, that, you know, one or two turns into your sleep. You're in that REM cycle, and it's tough to then get back to sleep. I got to say, three years ago at 37, it was a little bit easier. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it now that we're almost at the end of camp here.
1: Yeah. Like, you have a crook in your neck, you have a crook in your shoulder, uh, you have a crook in your hip um it's, it's like all types of things that happens you know in these beds with camp life so you know i know next year what to bring for sure you know uh, extra extra padding along these mattresses so you know they'd be you know i won't wake up with any crooks on my side because i never had a experienced a crook on the side of my body i mean my neck but the side of my body how, how did that happen like <laughs> you get a crook on the side of your body camp life
0: camp life indeed we're on the sidelines We're we're sharing a lot of thoughts, a lot of ideas about this team and the expectations for the team, but really we're kind of getting dialed in here to, you know, preseason games, 53 man roster cut down is looming. Do you have maybe a hot take on either side of the bubble? Like a camp, like a a cut candidate that maybe isn't on people's radar or maybe somebody that you think is flashing. That's going to make this roster that might surprise some people.
1: I mean, I'm keeping a close eye. I, I, I even went to Bean yesterday. I said, okay, Bean, I need your magic number. All right, what's your magic number on receivers? And what's your magic number on defense alignment? And, and, you know, I, I, I'm i thinking that they're going to keep seven this year. And he kind of leaned a little bit towards that. But, you know, he he cut me off and was like, you know what? We got to figure out and see how many tight ends are going to keep so that's going to be a deciding factor to look out for how many tight ends the Bills keep because they only caught two on a roster last year right with this new exotic 12 personnel it's going to call for more maybe an extra guy uh, Reggie Gillum he can he serves as an extra tight end slash fullback so they may keep three and you know obviously Reggie Gillum is going to be that fourth guy if need be so got to look out for that and then the defense in line
0: before we get to the defensive line, who's the seventh? The seventh?
1: Because, because
0: I, I think like so. Right now, we got the five that are locked in: Davis, Diggs, McKenzie, um, Shakir, and then I'd say Crowder. Mm-hmm. Those are the five that I think are locked in. I just don't see the sense it makes to cut Crowder because he's like two million guaranteed. They're not going to just like wa- wash that. And I think he can serve a purpose, even if he's somebody that has issues staying on the field. That's notwithstanding. Then it gets interesting. <laughs> Because the depth chart came out and Tavon Austin is the number one punt returner. How does this work out? And then who's that seventh guy if Austin's on your ride? Right.
1: And that's and that's the that's the crazy part because Isaiah Hoskins has been having a great camp as usual. Uh then you got Kumaro, who's a special teams guy. So you know he's he gives you that player flexibility. So I would have to say if Hodgins is that seventh guy, then Khalil Shakur will probably be your punt returner because mm. then Tavon Austin won't make the squad. But if Tavon makes the squad, that means Isaiah Hoskins would be the odd man out and he'd be probably on the practice squad for one
0: more year. Any chance that Hodgins can beat out Kumaro in your eyes or is he just doesn't do enough on special teams?
1: You know what? He has enough to do it, but will he? And that's the thing. So you have to wait till it's, uh, another. It's another evaluation process. Now we didn't saw training camp. Now we're going to see who's going to do who's going to play. How they've been practicing in training camp. Preseason is definitely going to tell a lot in these position battles. So I'm I'm really excited to close eye on this wide receiver position between those three guys: Kumaro, Hoskins, and Tavon Austin.
0: I've seen you um, meandering. I've seen you. Um socializing a little bit after, after practice, like we mentioned, a uh, fan favorite for the players. What's a conversation that stood out? What's a, a personality that stood out? You mentioned Gabe Davis, somebody you've gotten close with. Is there somebody that might surprise people that, you know, maybe they have a f- certain idea of a guy, but you've had interactions where it might flip the script a little bit.
1: <laughs> well, you know, everybody, a, you know, what's, what's, what's James cooks. Like, you know, since he, you know, I guess he, he always looked mad all the time. Like he don't want to be here. Come on. Like, listen, any any college player would love to be on a team that's going is predicted to be a Super Bowl. So mm-hmm. James Cook is not mad that he's a Buffalo Bill, all right? At all, but you know that's just his demeanor. He's laid back, he's quiet. I got a chance to you know meet him in, at the combine, you know. So uh he talks, but you know he just it's just a tough cookie to crack. But when he's around like Zach and 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 Motor, then you really see the James Cook come out. You know, what I mean he's a little bit more comfortable, and if you know, if you were if you were just watching, you would just catch a glimpse of it. So, you know, James Cook is a guy that stands out. Um, I mean, we always know Tim Settle. He's just, just a life of the party. right? Woo! <laughs> he's just a life of the party. So you got a lot of interesting characters and personality on this team this year. You know what I mean? So all the way to even Von Miller, you see how he's acting and stuff like that. So you got a lot of different. I would love to see how Jerry Hughes personality would fit with all these other new personalities that we got in here, you know? So you got, you know, it's a lot of, it's a lot of, it's a lot of personalities on this team and it's going to show when these games actually being played, but all in all, um, Dawson Knox has opened up a little bit more of this training camp, you know? So I don't know. Maybe it's just a maturation process. Maybe it's a familiarity thing, but you know, once those guys get comfortable, you start noticing, you know, some things out of those guys that you normally
0: don't see. So for me, Isaiah McKenzie's always been life of the party, face of the franchise, right? Like fun, like, and I want to bring this up because it was actually something we talked about yeah uh, a couple days ago, uh, uh, Sal Capaccio and I, about like who are like getting the biggest ovations, right? And we we mentioned obviously the three obvious Vaughn, Josh, and Stephon Diggs, and then we added kind of Dawson into that mix because he's been. Dude, his star has kind of really taken off. I, you know, he had a big year. People, he had the quietest nine touchdowns that I think any anybody's ever had in the NFL. Like, um, but McKenzie, he's on pace for this huge role, and I think what I've been most impressed about with him is how he's matured so much since his first year here in Buffalo and how now with all this opportunity in front of him, all of this face time now, you know, with the with the fan base and with you know the the football world. He's cool as a cucumber, man. He's taking it all in. He's still got that fun side to him, but he's got the serious side to him too. And he's competing, and he's he's been one of the stars of camp.
1: Right. Well, you, you got to understand. Um, he's been around for a while. I mean, you know, basically he took Ray Ray with cloud spot. You know, so he's been here. He's understood this process. He trusts this process. Um, you know, that's why he, you know, ended up signing that two-year extension. What's at stake? Um, I'm quite sure that the Bills told him that he'll have every opportunity, you know, to have an opportunity. And this year, that opportunity is here. And, you know, you saw, like you said, you saw something different click in him. He's the first guy in the receiver uh, reps. Like, he got to go first. Then it's Diggs. Then it's it's Gabe. So, I think he's... Understood, you know, what's at stake, you know, since Cole Beasley isn't here and, you know, just took the torch and ran from it to the point where Crowder couldn't get it at all. So we was all skeptical about who's really going to be the number three. We know who is completely the number three receiver here. And Isaiah McKenzie has definitely matured to the point where he's going to have a great season this year. All
0: right. What are you going to miss the most about camp? Final question. Final answer. Oh,
1: wow, What am I going to miss about camp? Turkey burgers, <laughs> but um, I don't know. I think the time spent with you guys, I'm, 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 you know, I'm gonna miss the most, and can't wait to get at it next year, and who I'll have that bond with next year. You know, looking forward to next year. I think that that was the highlight of my camp. You know, what I mean, other than you know covering the guys, but getting that downtime with you guys, that was pretty much the highlight of my camp.
0: Same here, brother. It's been fun. Uh, we'll do. We'll get after it tonight, and uh, got a couple road trips coming up this year. Some fun ones. We'll have to, uh, you know, maybe have a couple of those beverages as well. All right. All right Mookie Hawkins, Wuffo Sports, ten eighty. You can find them on Twitter
1: at Wuffo Sports. That's W U F O Sports. All right on Twitter. Mookie Hawkins on Facebook. I don't do TikTok. You don't stop and all that good stuff.
0: Boom. All right, everybody, that'll do it for this episode of Camp Diaries. We hope you enjoyed it. From your child's first birthday party to your holiday feast, Sunday football, backyard barbecues, and every meal in between, Tops is proud to have been at your table for the past 60 years and looks forward to 60 more. Tops at your table since 1962.